From Islamic Finance News, the world's leading Islamic finance news provider, this is IFN Podcast. Despite rising inflationary pressures and the threat of a global recession looming, Islamic funds and investment activities are picking up, according to Barry Cosgrave, a partner at legal firm Mia Brown. My name is Vini Tatan, and in today's episode, I speak to Barry to get a sense of how Islamic investors are behaving during this global downturn. Hi, Barry. Thank you so much for joining us today. This year has been challenging, to say the least. We've seen central banks from all over the world you know, simultaneously raising interest rates at a rate that's not seen in decades, really. And as a result, we have seen investors scrambling to revise their investment strategies, for example, exiting high-yield corporate bonds and in you know emerging market equity and bond funds. In terms of the Islamic fund and asset management space, I'd like to know what are, what are you observing? You know, how are investors coping? Yeah, I'm, I think actually it's, it's been interesting in the Islamic finance space when it comes to asset management. Uh, we've seen a real, real growth this year, notwithstanding the headwinds and, and all the difficulties, um, particularly in asset managers based in the US, raising capital from Sharia compliant investors in both the Middle East and, and Southeast Asia. And it hasn't really seemed to have a negative impact on that side of the industry. Um, and I don't know if the two are linked or the two are disassociated, but I've certainly seen a lot more Sharia compliant investors placing money with some of the you know, big name asset managers out of the US. And I guess a lot of that is you know, a, a flight to safety. Um, you know, a lot of these investments are being made in the US or in Europe or, or in Southeast Asia. Um, and it's it's definitely been a growth for us um, as a firm, but I think it's a very much a growth in the industry. We're having a lot of inquiries coming in. You know, if, if I think about the last two weeks, there's been a huge number of inquiries coming in where investors are looking to place money with, you know, well-known and renowned asset managers. And I guess a lot of that's to do with with putting capital in a safe place and and, and capitalising on that expertise that's available. And just building on what you've you shared, that um, seen a lot of inquiries in the last two weeks or so. And of course, you've been in 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 the industry for so long. I'm just curious to know: Have you seen sort of like a shift or a change in the types of inquiries you're getting when it comes to Islamic funds or Islamic asset management? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd say over the last five years, there's been a real growth in um, asset managers looking to raise capital from Sharia compliant investors, and that's accelerated year on year. And I think it's a combination of things. I think, first of all, there was perhaps a bit of a fear from uh, those not familiar with Islamic finance techniques about how exactly a Sharia compliant fund would operate. Um, and I think that that education process has been ongoing and we've seen uh, asset managers get far more comfortable uh, with those structures. And we can we can talk about the structures in a, in a little bit. Um, I think we've also seen investors in the Middle East finally being able to get access to these asset managers in a meaningful way and to be offered products that that make a lot of sense. So traditionally, we saw uh, Sharia compliant investors put their money into real estate funds or, or even sort of single asset classes for, for real estate. We're seeing much more of a growth into infrastructure and into private equity. And probably private equity is the biggest growth area at the moment. Um, it's so, so I've definitely seen an uptick. And I think that's true across the across the industry. Um, and as I say, I think it's probably a, a growing uh, comfort with really with the Sharia restrictions and a greater understanding. And I think that 
has to be linked to the growth of ESG and what a focus ESG has been. And, and I think we've seen fund managers um, getting more used to some of the, uh, not so much restrictions, but the guidelines that are put in place by Sharia. And they've seen a, a, a great overlap between a lot of um, Sharia investment guidelines are very, very similar to the guidelines that they receive from their conventional investors, particularly in the ESG space. And some have noted even that uh, some of the restrictions being put on them by conventional investors are more restrictive um, than the Sharia guidelines, which is kind of an interesting development. You mentioned structures earlier. So given you know the operating environment, have you seen or worked on any interesting Sharia fund structures? Yeah, well, there's, there's sort of two structures that are most common in the industry. It really depends on how you want to structure your underlying fund. So the, the structure that's been most popular has been this Marabaha feeder structure. And I, I don't think we can go into the detail right now, but what it means is it allows a Sharia compliant investor to invest into a conventional fund, whether that be a fund of one or a commingled fund where they come in as another LP alongside conventional LPs. And as long as the underlying asset class into which the fund is investing, be that real estate or infrastructure or private equity, as long as that asset class is Sharia compliant, broadly speaking, um, it allows that Sharia investor to gain access to the conventional fund and therefore the types of returns those funds are, are paying. The other structure, of course, is to have a fully Sharia compliant fund. And traditionally, they've been somewhat less popular simply because the returns that were being generated by those funds were were underperforming compared with their conventional equivalents. However, we've definitely seen a rise this year particularly in fund managers willing to go down the path of a fully Sharia compliant fund. Um, and I think a lot of that is a growing um, familiarity, as I mentioned earlier, with, with the investment guidelines and a realisation that um, the Sharia investment guidelines are not as restrictive as people once thought. Um, And I think fund managers have also become more used to working alongside Sharia advisors in picking the types of investments that they're going to invest in and monitoring those investments on an ongoing basis. So we're definitely seeing an uptick in fully Sharia compliant funds, um, which I think is is, is certainly a good thing for the industry. What kind of Islamic asset management trends do you think would emerge or persist over the next 12 to 18 months? I think there's just going to be a general growth in the industry. Um, I think we have two robust structures that have strong um, Sharia support and um, approval. So both the Marabaha structure and the fully compliant fund structure, um, they have equal Sharia compliance as being told to us by the scholars. And I just think that that trend um, is just going is going to grow as more and more asset managers come into the market and have that realization that they can access um, Sharia compliant capital uh, without necessarily the need to go through a fully Sharia compliant fund. Uh, and I think investors are growing more and more comfortable um, with dealing with these asset managers. And we're certainly seeing an uptick both in the number of transactions and also the, the size of the capital commitments coming in. There's significant amounts of money being put to work. So it does sound like you're painting a rather like optimistic um, growth story for Islamic asset management, but surely there are still gaps in the market. Uh, can you elaborate some on like perhaps the challenges that, that the industry or the sector still faces? The problem has always been that there are, if you're looking at sort of a fund that's investing in fixed income, for example, and it wants to be a Sukuk fund, there has just generally been a lack of um, Sharia compliant investments in which to invest. And so mm-hmm. I think what we're, what we're starting to see now, though, is a, a growing realisation both by investors and by asset managers that there are, you know, we, we've always 
sort of considered that an Islamic fund could only invest in a much more restricted investment universe. And whilst it's true that there are restrictions, as I mentioned earlier, actually those restrictions are not particularly unusual um, in the investment, in the asset management uh, area. Uh, and, and a lot of funds are, are getting more used to them. And I think with the rise of ESG as well, we're seeing a lot more uh, focus on the actual activities of funds. So I think for, for the challenges from the Islamic finance industry was always, what are you actually going to put that capital into and how are you going to deploy it? Whereas now I think that you can gain access to this broader investment universe that's opened up to people by you know asset managers coming out of the US, by having two structures that are available to structure your investment in a Sharia compliant manner. It's really opened up the industry and, and, and that sort of runs... It, in my experience, it's almost running counter to the headwinds we're seeing in the economy at the moment, or maybe it's, a, it's actually sort of being pushed by that, that people are looking to deploy their capital in a more sensible way. So I, 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 whilst I see there are challenges for the industry, um, it, my experience over the last 12 to 18 months has been there's been a, a very significant uptick in the number of inquiries and the number of deals that we're actually doing where Islamic investors are putting money to work. And I think, you know, sitting in cash at the moment you know, a lot of people would say in a downturn, obviously being being in cash is, is the, the wise thing to do. But I think also a lot of investors are, are actually looking to put money to work because there are going to be opportunities. I mean, unfortunately, in every downturn, it presents a number of opportunities for people to invest at a, at a level that may be below where the, the true value of an asset is. Thank you for listening. For more discussions on the Islamic finance industry, log on to www.islamicfinancenews.com. You can also listen to IFN Podcast on your favorite platforms, including iTunes and Spotify.